Billy. There we go. <laughs> there we go. It took a little while, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome, rugby fans, to uh, another episode of Run, Pass, or Kick. I'm the big guy, Scott Ferrari. You got Rob the Hammer, Hammer Schmidt there. And of course, you know, we've been talking to you guys about this for a couple weeks now. Um, we have a special guest on the Run, Pass, or Kick. We have comedian Josh Prey. Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I am so obliged to be at this auspicious moment. <laughs> <laughs> he had us cracking up before we even went yeah. live. It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> he's, it's, it's, I can't, I can't help myself. Anyway, as, as you guys can see, uh, me and Josh are both sporting some nice MLR swag. Um, he has a really hot ATL uh, hat that, you know, uh, rugbyshop.com, you might want to send that to the big guy because that's looking sweet. Um, and you I can get, yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, I got the flat brim Rooney hoodie. You know, I got to rep, I got to rep my Rooney guys, but you can get all this merch, uh, the hats. We got the shirts. I got a nice Toronto Arrow shirt here. Rob has that awesome training top, which I wish would fit me, but I just have to lose weight for it. Um, you can check that out at shopmlr.com for all your favorite merch. Shout out to the guys at the rugby shop. Um, and especially to Kyle Ferguson, because we kicked his ass on, on that rant. If you haven't checked that out, check out rant episode. 38. So uh, before we start uh, the actual questions, Rob, you want to tell the viewers if they don't know how the RPK works? Yeah, for those who are uninitiated and run past or kick, it works a little like this. We're going to post questions to Josh tonight, and we'll give him the option of uh, run, pass, or kick. And if he decides to run with a question, he'll let us know. It just means that he's going to go ahead and answer the question straight up. If he decides to pass the question, he's going to go ahead and say, yeah, I pass on the question. It's going to be a little tough question he doesn't want to get himself into trouble although i, I feel my man uh, uh isn't isn't uh afraid of a little trouble every once in a while at all, at all. <laughs> and then uh he can always have a little fun with us and put us on the defensive of course and kick it to us and uh if he doesn't identify which one of us he's kicking it to we'll just assume it's the person to ask the question but of course josh can always direct his kick just like any good fullback might do and 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 i know josh should make one hell of a fullback back there Listen, the I, ball got, from deep. I got these huge <laughs> triceratop-type shoulders. I'm ready to get in like 50 scrums right now. I, I know you flanker. are. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hey. the big guy. We can be flankers. Thick is the new Absolutely. thing. Don't let him play you. <laughs> well, you put me back there at number eight. We'll just run, run amok all over the opposition. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, we can have a little fun if he, if he kicks it to us. So, uh, Josh, are you ready for the run, pass, or kick challenge tonight? I was born ready, and I was I was born early. Let's do it. All right, right on. Okay, one of my favorite bits that you put out there was Nerf War Gone Wrong. Man, <laughs> okay. I pissed my pants. All right. Okay. Did, did you – now, the run pass or kick, did you really voluntarily let your boy shoot you in the good and plenties with a Nerf gun? Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to run with this. I'm going to run with this one. So when I do my skits with my children, I give them some kind of foundation for what we're doing. But right. I tell them, like, be free. You have fun. And if you think it's going to be funny, you do it. And I think Percy, um, I think he aimed right for the spot because he don't want no more little brothers or little sisters. <laughs> so that was purposely done. That was a free vasectomy. So, 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 so I did not purposely ask for that. He got me. <laughs> It's okay. That's that's great. <laughs> you Most know what? I've been, I, yeah, I've been hit down there so many times in rugby. <laughs> I don't know if I can have kids at this point. So I'm I'm right there with you, Josh. Oh, I'm, 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 listen, oh. you know, I don't know if it's a gift or a curse. It's a blessing, but it didn't work for like a couple of days. I was a little concerned, <laughs> but he got me. 
and he's going to get older, so I'm going to get him back. Don't even worry yeah. about it. <laughs> so yeah, I got to ask you, how many takes did it take to get that one right? So we go, we're going to really talk about how many times he shot me in the nose. Yeah, yes, we <laughs> are. We, 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 we did that one scene like five or six times. Oh, it, it went numb after the third time. You know, being a, being a black man is not a myth. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't miss. But, uh, <laughs> nah, it was about five or six times. Oh. oh man, that's great. You know, speaking speaking of your son, your son, your mother, your other extended family are often in your make cameos in your videos. Mm-hmm. So run, pass, or kick was that really your cousin in the when your family goes janky video? <laughs> that's okay. I'm gonna run with this one. I might run. I'm see. I, I want to you. try so bad. So. That's my cousin. His name is Poor Smith. And you see his hair? He reminds me of yeah. the guy from the movie Don't Be a Menace to Society. <laughs> he, but the thing is, people think he's acting. He's really like that in real life. Get the hell out of here. Oh my his God. Ego, his, 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 um, his character. And he doesn't understand why I think it's so funny. But when, he's, when he calls me, like, come on, call. Nah, call. What's my call? I'm like, like you really talk like that in real life. <laughs> so yeah, nah, nah, that that's really my real cousin. His name is Poor Smith. That's my cousin. Shout out to Poor Smith, man. He, yeah, he's hysterical. Smith. I love him. I love him. <laughs> yeah, I got. That. I tell him. I tell him. So, uh, all right. So um, obviously, <laughs> man. I mean, <laughs> you're a naturally funny guy. Like you don't even have to work at it, brother. I mean, I have to work really hard to be funny, and I I always I've yeah you know, I'm a teacher. And I always tell my students, you know, I'm like, I became a teacher because you guys have to laugh at me in the classroom. Otherwise, you're going to be fearful they'll give you bad grades. Uh, <laughs> right. So so run past or kick. It seems like you produce a, a short bit almost every day, man. You're prolific. Where do you get the ideas for all your comedic bits? I'm going to run with it. I promise I'm going to kick eventually. Um, <laughs> I think. What I try to do, I try to talk about everyday life because life is so stressful with um, things that's going on around the world, yeah. whether it's like tensions are so high. And, and I think everybody knows what I'm speaking about in regards to everything. I just try to look at the one thing and say, you know what? What's funny about that? So if I'm if I'm going to my kitchen and my kids have drank the last Kool-Aid, I want to make a video about the feeling of wanting something and not being there. Um, I like to talk about just coming life because... Life is everywhere, and we try to avoid it by hiding in this make pretend stuff. And I like to address things head on. I I made a lot of videos for uh, teachers and educators. Yep. And um, I want everybody, no matter what field you're in, no matter what lifestyle you live, I want everyone to be able to enjoy this thing I call humor. You know, man, it's fun. <laughs> it's great. It's funny you talk about your kid drinking the last Kool Aid. So I have two boys. And one of them's in college. The other one's just a senior in high school. And my son, my younger son, Jackson, his favorite thing to do, like I'll make a Gatorade for when I'm going to go get on my bike the next morning, right? It's already pre-made. He'll go in there at night and he'll drink half of it. Purposely. And then he'll put that shit back. Purposely. And I'm like, yeah, purposely. He does it. To, now it's just a game to him. Like, it's just, I'm going to, I'm going to mess See, with but he's a, Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but he's old enough now. It's a fight. You just whip his ass. He's a, he's 18. You can legally whip his ass. He can't say oh, anything. Big guy, you got to remember, though, like he's 18. Have you seen these new 18-year-olds? They're not uh, like he's not that big. 18. He's these not are that. like grown men. No, he's not that big. I've seen him before. I think yeah. Rob can take him. Rob has that old, yeah. he has those old Old man's like, friend. Old, that's yeah. right. oh, you got the old man dad. I got you. Like the, that's right. The, don't touch your hands. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yep. 
Pickle exactly. Foods. So listen, I, <laughs> I, I, I used to tell, I still tell them this every day, man, when they start giving me a little trouble, I said, look, and I had the two boys, I said, I'm going to take you both out in the backyard. And I guarantee you one thing, somebody's not coming back without crying and it's not going to be me. So if you want that to happen, go ahead. But I'm going to warn you right now, I'm going to take you out behind the woodshed and whoop your ass. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. So I, I wouldn't suggest you try. It's a lot of testosterone built up in these young yeah. men now. It might be you, Ron. You may want to be careful. So, someday, but not yet. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's getting close. He's getting close to going over yeah. that hill, I'm telling you, because he's forgetful I'm, already. He yeah. talks about trimming his nose hairs and shit. But um, con- continuing on that theme about, you know, how, how you are, you know, you're all these comedic bits, Um, you know, obviously – you know, like Rob said, you're naturally p- funny. So, at, um, run pass or kick. At what point did you realize that you could make a career out of out of being funny? Uh, 2016. I started comedy in 2014. Run. I'm sorry. 2016. Okay. I started comedy in 2014. So it took me two years to think. You know what? I'm actually funny. I found my mm-hmm. niche, and I can do this for a living. Um, it's all do this for a living. It's always growing pains when you're an entrepreneur, yeah. you want to do something on your own, you kind of fear it. But 2016, yeah. I did a sketch. Um, I think I, I think it was about um country music. No, no, no. It was about my five things I learned at a white barbecue. And when <laughs> I did that, I entered a brand new stratosphere of comer, comedy and humor. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. So it took me two years after I started to realize I'm never leaving. Well, and you got to perfect it. You got to hone the craft. It's not just something you can really step into. You, know, you got to hone the craft. You got to, you know, learn. Not obviously, you have the funny concept, but how to present it to people so everybody can laugh. So, it's. I mean, it took you two years. Seems like pff, nothing. You know, to be quite oh, honest, it's like def- you def- figured it out quick. And, and you want to be able to when I'm talking about my white friends or my Hispanic friends or my Black American friends, I still want everybody to be able to laugh. So, the, so the trick for me is. I want to talk about rednecks, but I need my black Americans in New York to understand why this is funny. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about it. But I I think I got it down pat. I do too. I t- totally agree with that. You make me I, laugh his- hysterically. Yeah, and I would say with 1.5 million followers, you got something going on there that's okay. all right. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen, let's clear that up. I got 2.9 million followers oh. and 1.9 million likes. 2.9 on Facebook. So people like me. People like me for some reason. I think it's the beard. <laughs> well, they like something. I actually, uh, it's funny you say that because I think you you've really started to up your game with the female audience, my brother. Because uh, one of the more prominent bits that you do uh, <laughs> is, uh, and you you posted one I think today maybe it was called they're called cooking with Josh. Yeah, and, and most of these you're wearing an apron without a shirt, and we were gonna. See if we can get you a rugby rant apron. Maybe we might still have to work on that. But uh, run past or kick, tell the truth. Uh, are you wearing MC Hammer pants on the bottom as you're doing cooking with Josh? I'm going to pass to the big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, honestly, I think that's that, that's like a fire safety issue if you have that much material on the, going up, down. You know, God forbid you have some splatter. And the pants catch fire, and what you know? What were they made of? And you'd be and doing imagine the dance. that's the that's the headline on Facebook. Josh Prey dies in in you know freak in kitchen uh, accident. On, yeah, in kitchen fire on Facebook Live. Like imagine <laughs> in parachute pants. Yeah, 
with no underwear in them. Oh, no my underwear. God. And you got MC Hammer at the funeral going like too legit to quit and putting like dirt on the <laughs> casket. You know what I mean? No, nah, because you know MC Hammer's a pastor, so he's gonna probably do my The brother was so good, you know. I just the brother was just so fantastic. Woo! He gonna make a song and make money off. Oh my god. <laughs> so now I gotta now I, I um I wear gray cotton sweatpants, and that's purposely done. Because I know ladies like men in sweatpants, no matter what you built like, no matter what you are, they like these sweatpants. And I got nice shoulders. Now, my stomach looks like a bag of hangers. <laughs> it looks like a pillowcase with oatmeal in it. But these shoulders are light. <laughs> I know that. I hear that. I totally hear that. So, Josh, what you're saying is... Uh... The big guy should be strutting around his house in, in gray uh, sweatpants. Yeah. Oh, my. Listen. Yeah. Gray sweatpants are like the um, mirror on cars. Things are bigger than they appear. I <laughs> promise you. Wear some, wear some gray sweatpants and a tank top in front of your spouse. I promise you, you will be respected more. The, the Josh Prey way to make a baby. That's what we're <laughs> Yes. Several babies. I promise <laughs> I'm gonna try that out. Me and my wife don't have kids yet, so that's gonna be our first, our first try. We're gonna try with the the gray sweatpants. Speaking of your bits, um, I loved your five reasons why you need more white friends. Um, it got me and Rob. It, me and me and Rob have actually talked about this bit with our buddy mm -hmm. Ty, and we were saying how you know where you grew up. You know, I grew up in New York. I was right above the Bronx, so we had a diverse friend group. But it's always good to have more diverse friends. You know, of course. Um, so one run past your kick what are the five reasons i need more diverse friends i'm gonna run put you I'm on the spot here i know i'm gonna run for half okay. okay um number one when you have more diversity in your in your friend group it teaches it shows you different cultures and different acceptances before i started um because i'm from a very urban area where i'm from it's like negative one percent caucasian um it's it's mexican-american native american Haitian American, Black American, and negative one percent Caucasian. Not even planned. <laughs> the first, the first normal white per person I saw, I went to college. But it teaches you um how how much we all have in common. Yeah. Um, when I start hanging out with some of my white friends, I'm like, you know what? It's a lot of negative stereotypes. It's a lot of biased stereotypes. And by by going out and hanging with some people, it eliminated those stereotypes. Number two, different cultures have different attractions um definitely so i didn't know so it, it, it was a, it, in the early 90s it was a common thing that white men wanted a woman that looked like kelly bundy from married with children <laughs> every white man i've met in 2000 <laughs> yonder like big butts and i can't not lie and i would have never understood this if i didn't hang out with my homies um, yeah. Number three, I think the food differences are to die for. Um, if, you, if you grow up and you you know one food group, um, like like in my in my culture, it's fried chicken, collard greens, cornbread. But over here, I can eat enchiladas. Over here, um, white folks, you guys make great great mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, somewhere, a white woman is making the mashed potatoes of her life. And if aliens attack, that's gonna save humanity. I swear. Shout out to Joe Ferrara. Joe Ferrara is definitely making those mashed potatoes tonight. Shout out to my see, mother. Oh, oh, see, and I bet they're the best mashed potatoes oh, ever. Delicious. Um, number four, I definitely say you need more diversity because it introduces you to different types of music. 
In a lot of my videos, I've talked about country mm -hmm. music. I've just kind of gotten into heavy metal music, and I didn't realize heavy metal music is like uh, audio Viagra. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a song. Uh, it's a group called Lamb of God. They got a song called um, Rest. And I'm like, how the hell are you supposed to rest while listening to this music? <laughs> like, seriously. And then, and then number five, this to me, this is the biggest thing. The reason you need more diverse fr uh, friend groups Everybody has a story. Everybody has a struggle. Everybody's not born with silver spoons. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody doesn't grow up in two-parent households mm -hmm. and things like that. And by having different friends and different sections and different parts of the country, you come to realize, like, we are really one in the same. Absolutely. It's, it's Especially when you're talking with your friends when you're a kid and you realize, like, my grandmother used to whip me with a wooden spoon, but my Hispanic friends, they got hit with a chocolate. You know, they had got the friggin' the flip flop comes flying out of nowhere. I got wet rag whoopings. Yeah. <laughs> but we all got we whoopings. All, we, we all got whoopings, exactly. <laughs> with weapons. We got whooping with weapons. Hey, man, that's a bit right there. You got something rolling here, my brother. See, he because the big guy gave it to me. Look at him like my joke for me. Oh, you yeah. have money. Hey, did you did you move to Naples to get yourself some more age diversity? I just gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, pass, pass, pass. pass. That's a big pass. pass. That's fair. That's fair. Pass. That's fair. No, but I, I for those out there, Josh, I, I was never really a country music guy. Josh has because of Josh Josh's videos and the people he talks about. I've gotten into more music that way too. So I, definitely, music, food, just culture in general. You know, I, I agree on all five of those points. Country music, I will say this about country music. Country music is the most supportive, in my opinion, amongst the entertainers. I don't know about the fan base, but amongst the entertainers, country music is the most supportive in industry I've ever seen. Like, if one person wins, they all step up, they clap, they cry, they sing their songs. Nobody ever sits. I've never witnessed that. And that um that excited me. I was I was able to host the Red Carpet at the CMAs in 2018. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, Friggin that's cool. Amazing. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So let's get let's get talking a little bit of rugby. Some folks out there that watch uh, the rugby ran on a regular basis want to get your take on some things in the rugby world. So run past your kick. One of your best posts was called, can a U.S. rugby team defeat the All Blacks? Yes. Are you yes. ready for the All Blacks? Listen, this is my <laughs> thing. This is my thing about the, the, the ML of the U.S. MLR. We have the athletes. I went to a Utah Warrior game. These are grown men. These are giants. These are Spartans, man. And they are fast. I watched one guy. I'm not making it up. If I'm lying, I'm dying. His <laughs> knee got knocked out his body. He picked it back up, put it in the back of his leg, and walked <laughs> over the field and winked at me. <laughs> Your soul is still out there. We, the, I think... The difference between the All Blacks and the MLR, it isn't the players, it's the support. They yeah. come with intimidation. People fear the All Blacks. And I think we have the athletes to do it. We just need the support from the states. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. We talk about that constantly. The the I won't get into the minutia, but the 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 disrepair that USA Rugby is in right now, and and they're starting to build that up, and the MLR as the professional league has started to help them move along. But you're you're definitely right. I think you know we have it we have it now where we're seeing a lot of athletes um, 
in the NFL are starting to look at rugby. We had um, Luke Wilson, uh, Seattle Seahawks tight end, was yep. actually at the photo shoot, the team photo shoot for the Sea Wolves recently. Um, you know, so I mean, you, you got guys who are getting more involved and and getting there. Um, but you know, I, I, listen, if, if if we can make a game w- against the All Blacks, I mean, win, lose, or draw, I'm I'm, I'm down to watch it. You know, what it'll mean? be uh, history. It'll be history. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, have you ever heard the story about a, a New Zealander named Way, uh, Wayne Buck Shelford? No. So, I, so you talk about a leg being put back into socket? Wayne Buck oh, is, Shelford, it, is this who I think? Yeah, okay. I think yeah. I know. Wayne Buck Shelford is an all black, and he was playing in a game, and he he broke his arm in the game. But in those days, you couldn't replace guys without losing somebody on the field. So he kept playing. He then comes out, and they actually was like bleeding from his crotchular region. His testicle was hanging out. What? Yeah. <laughs> they went back in, and they like sewed him shut, and then he kept playing. He dropped. He, he literally dropped his nuts, picked them yeah, back up. Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a, a famous. That's a true famous story. That's, a true, that's, that's true. true story. I mean, we, I mean, we had right. We had our our last guest from last week's episode thirty nine, Trevor Cassidy. Listen to this, Josh. He gets hit. He breaks in a Las rib. Vegas. And punct- yeah, in Las Vegas, he gets hit. He breaks a rib. He punctures his lung. Unbeknownst to anybody, he punctures his lung. He plays for the next thirty minutes until halftime, yeah. and then they start testing him and like. Yeah, you need to go to the hospital like right now. Like you, <laughs> you played you, thirty you minutes with dying. a punctured lung. No, no, I'm gonna yeah. die after the game. Don't worry. About <laughs> yeah, <it. laughs> I die tomorrow. I'm good today. I promise. No, I got a job to do. <laughs> I, 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 I seriously, and I know people think like I'm being fanatical when I talk about it. Um, I am proud of USA uh, rugby, but I, I grew up a football American football fan, so I know what an athlete looked like, and I know speed kills, and I know strength. We have the athletes; we yeah. just don't have the fan support yet. Yet, right? Yep, we're working Absolutely. on it. We're working on it. So we're gonna we're gonna shift gears and go to a, a, a mini segment within Run Pass or Kick. It's called the Quick Tap uh, in rugby. You know, when you get a penalty to your advantage, uh, you can kick the ball to touch, or you can kick for post, or you can kick the ball in hand and play it straight away. So this is uh, just real quick. We're going to give you two options. You could tell us which one you go with, and if you want to elaborate, feel free. All right, here we go. Since we asked already, tougher sport, football or rugby? Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I want to throw a softball at you. <laughs> tougher sport, rugby. That's my man. That's my yeah, man. Good not even close. All right. Now, the cool thing is, man, you know you're stuck because you talked about uh, the codes, uh, both rugby codes. You talk about 15s, and you know your way around sevens game, too. Yeah. So the question is, which one is the better code? Do you like watching sevens or 15s? Sevens. Because sevens, to me, is faster. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, it's more and, exciting. It has, yeah, that excitement. It, the sevens is arena football to American football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that analogy. I'm going to use that everywhere now. I'm going to use that everywhere. I'm stealing that. All right. And uh, I heard you talk a little bit about one of these, but what's a better tournament, Maggot Fest or Aspen's Rugger Fest? Maggot Fest, man. That's not even debatable. (laughs) Maggot Maggot Fest is the most grueling, like the biggest, the most. And and Maggot Fest, yeah, that's the one in Montana, right? Yeah. 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 That like you go to the middle of nowhere and you turn it into rugby town. Like that's you can't even like debate that. Oh my gosh, 
Like, who the, who thinks, let's go do something in Montana? Majority of the world is going to say, where? <laughs> See you in Montana. Like, Megan Fest. All right. Oh <laughs> so I told you these wouldn't be hard. All right, here we go. You talked about earlier you went to a, a, a Utah Warriors game, but now you're wearing a rugby ATL hat. So the question is, on July 10th, they square away. They will be playing each other. Who's the winner? Rugby ATL or the Warriors? Listen, I feel like rugby ATL, they got they got a point to prove. They're brand new. They're fired up. They're ready to prove that they belong in this league. But they got to go play with the Warriors, and I got to go with the Warriors. The Warriors, they mm -hmm. have a solid foundation. They have returning players. They have a great coach. Where are they playing mm -hmm. at? Oh, oh shoot. Is that? Ooh, I think that's – Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, which one. Good job, Rob. Way not to know yeah. that off the top of your head. <laughs> I, I, now I will. I will say, have you guys ever been to a Utah Warriors game? No, no, okay. we have not. No. So when you go to Utah, their field overlooks the mountains. It's hypnotic. If you've never been there, I promise you, you won't be able to concentrate. It's the prettiest thing. I've been to Ireland, London, Hawaii, Utah. Is the prettiest place on this planet. And if you've never been to Utah, you're not going to be able to concentrate because it's so phenomenal. And they have a beautiful stadium. I mean, fantastic stadium. We have to go. So that's, that's for those of you that, that don't know, that's Zion Bank Arena. Uh, so go check it out. I think when, when everything opens up, the big guy has to go there. Because now, I mean, he sold me on it. Now I just have to watch. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, going to want like the, the Utah Warriors Stadium? will make you want to move to Utah. Now, I don't know if it's nothing to do in Utah except <laughs> be in Utah. Hmm. But, yeah, their stadium, oh, my gosh. Yes. So, so Josh, you guys, see, I, I'll make you feel sorry for me, man. I, I haven't even gotten to see a live MLR game yet. I was supposed Are to go to – Are you serious? Yeah. I live in Chicago. We don't have a team yet. So No, man. Uh, you get, listen, yeah. you so, listen. I, I, I'm a NOLA fan. I'm going down to New Orleans. If, if COVID – if COVID doesn't uh, mess this whole thing up, I'm going to be down in New Orleans on the 3rd of March or 27th of March uh, watching uh, Nola uh, play Scott's uh, Rooney boy. So it'll be. Um, you mean lose to Rooney? I think you meant to no, rephrase yeah. that. You're going to see no, no, Nola no. lose there's to Rooney? Because that's no what I heard. There's no losing. Uh, no <laughs> okay. Way. Well, listen, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I hope when you when you two get to a game. I hope you guys to get to it. Well, I experienced it probably at a VIP level. I ran out. I ran out with the team with the smokes. I stood on the sideline. National anthem. <laughs> People thought I was going to play. I was talking. <laughs> <between people>. uh, <laughs> um, but <laughs> but I um the experience is something that you can't believe. And um they have fans. Um the game is played so fast and so physical. I I watched the Utah Warriors play the Houston uh, Houston and um, Sabercats. Yeah. The Sabercats, and it was a great game. Um, it's an experience I think everybody needs to be a part of. I'm hoping the MLR can partner with some sports channel so they can bring it to the masses how it should be brought to the masses. That's my hope, and that's why I'm trying to push Absolutely. for this thing as well. Yeah, you and us both, we're, we're all working uh, and pulling from the same end of the rope. You got that right. Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, a better hat for Scott. Um, the uh, trucker or snap back, uh, snap back flat brim hat. The trucker hat. Trucker hat. See, I, I got. Okay. I'm not wearing my trucker hat today because I wanted to rep Rooney, but I do have that great rugby rant trucker hat that I wear everywhere. So yeah. I think I, I look good in both. Do you have a mullet? 
<laughs> no, no, I just got that long, like, greaseball Italian hair. You know what I mean? What's going What is going on in the back? <laughs> yeah, you got I got that. Like, I, I should, like, if I take if I take my shirt off in my guinea tea, I'll be like throwing pizza dough in the air and shit. That's what I got oh, right now. Oh my, my wife hates it. Oh my god, my wife hates you, it. I've had it you, for a year. She hates it. It's fun. It's fun to live in this house. You look like mm. a thick Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He got that joke immediately. <laughs> the bag. I got to find a toothpick. I, I don't have one. <laughs> shit. Throw it at you. Oh, All right. Man. One last question in the quick tap. Uh, you know your way around the kitchen. We've seen it on, on uh, YouTube. Uh, how do you drag, like your steak I... done, man? Rare Listen. or medium? Medium. I want everybody watching. Free yourselves from the bondage of well-done steaks. <laughs> I just posted it. A steak is not supposed to be cooked all the way through. I learned this like a year ago, and I just want to... I've been eating leather shoestrings my whole life. Medium. Order your steak <laughs> medium. Please order it medium. <sighs> At least. I want it like... If they're like, you got to wrestle that cow for a steak, I'll wrestle the cow. That's how I want that. Somebody <laughs> said, I read a comment. Somebody said they just want their cow to walk past the fire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's perfect. I couldn't That's say it any, any better. Oh, man. So now we're back to the run pass, uh, run pass or kick questions. We just have a couple more. Um, so obviously, you've worn – several major league rugby jerseys in your posts, including mm -hmm. Austin elite, which are now the AGs, Utah mm -hmm. warriors and ATL, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so run pass or kick Rob wants to know what would it take for Rob to do? Does he have to like do a naked lap? Does he have to like <laughs> be, you know, try and get more followers than Josh Bray for you to, to wear a Nola gold Jersey. I would never wear a Nola gold Jersey. Oh, he's Ever. a true ATL fan. He's Ever. a true ATL fan. First of oh. all, I'm a Utah Warrior and an Austin fan. Um, New York has reached out to me as of late. Um, You're welcome, you, Josh. You're the welcome. Know You responded to me. They reached out. We had a decent conversation. Um, but, but, but I, I, I'm from the South, man, right now, and and, and I'm I gotta support Atlanta outside of the Utah Warrior game. So I and and the know your jersey aren't that attractive. You look like a grandpa. <laughs> That's fire. Wait till the new ones come Shots out. The new ones are sweet. Fire. They got the quarters. They're gonna be. They're gonna look tight. That, that looks tight. Fire. But but uh, you know, I, man, you hurt me. You hurt me bad. I'm so happy. You, you have no me. idea. I, I feel like so I got happy. punched in the nose by Mike Tyson, man. Like, like you, I don't know. What is those um, Starbucks coffees that you could buy in the store? That's what you look like. <laughs> you look like Caramel <laughs> Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Sheila you know Falcon, they, I know you're what? out there. I yeah, know you're she, out there, she, Sheila. Sheila's watching. What are we, what are we what doing Nola with this merch, Sheila? You know, uh, what Nola stand, you know what Nola stands for, don't you? What? No one likes Atlanta. Nola. You know, if that make, if that if, if that makes you feel better, <laughs> if, that, if if that makes you feel better, <laughs> like like it. you you actually, actually wake up. Go ahead. I, I I do think a lot it makes a lot of the folks in Nola feel better. I do. I talked my my guy Benji, uh, my guy Adrian, uh, my boy down there Doug Arena. They all. Use Nola 
uh, in that way. It's an axe that they're using against the 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 rugby ATO all season. Listen, sweep sweep them this season, and then you got you could talk about shit until you sweep them. There's nothing to say. They won't so. sweep them. They won't. Sweep. Hey, yeah. listen, I've been following Atlanta. Atlanta is hungry, man. They yeah. are hungry. Yep. I will say one of my boys, one of my guys, Chance Wagaluski from uh, Linwood University that down there plays loose head prop. He also plays for the United States. That's one of the guys you got to get to meet. Chance is a good dude. Good okay, artist. He's a, he's a man. Yeah. So, and, and, so and, uh, we're going. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was continue. Continue. No, I was, I was going to say before COVID happened, I had a couple opportunities to go meet with uh, the national team. Um, mm-hmm. We were supposed to be in Vegas last year. Was it mm-hmm. last year? Yeah, we were supposed to be in Vegas last mm-hmm. year. I yeah. Believe. And COVID happened, and we weren't able to, like, make it happen. Well, Things they just crazy. had Madrid 7. They just had the Madrid 7s. So I'm hoping they're going to have the Vegas round soon coming back around. So you'll definitely, you know, next time they're in Vegas, I'm sure you, they'll they'll invite you out there. So we're great. just going on to the next question real quick. So obviously you said you attended the Utah Warriors match. You told us how majestic everything was, how great it was to be on the field, that, that great experience. Um, run, pass, or kick. How can we get the general U.S. sports fan to tune into rugby? By being honest about rugby, the thing the thing is when people don't understand the game, I didn't understand the game until I went to a park and there, there were some um, kids playing recreational and I was involved in the game. And when you look at rugby, you don't really understand it looking at American football because every pass in rugby is a backward pass. And it seemed like it's a constant movement. It doesn't seem organized. But once mm-hmm. you start playing it, you realize there's plays, um, it's organized, there's slower periods, and it's easy to follow. I think if the rugby sports world is just honest about it, like, listen, we are physical, we're fast, um, we're rough. This isn't a this isn't an easy thing to do. Um, it isn't glamorous. Then mm-hmm. I think people will be more attracted to it. Every, no, nobody cared about MMA until what fifteen years ago on a yeah. major scale. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. We we respected uh, the WWF and the WWE more than we respected the MMA. Until mm-hmm. Dana White was honest and said, listen, this is no hose bar. This is physical. It's going to be blood. This may not be for your <laughs> four or five-year-old immediately. And um, mm-hmm. I think once you get that done, then the sport can get more notoriety. And you got to mm-hmm. bring in certain people to encourage people to watch. Yeah, and, and MLR is doing that. I mean, we Ben Fogg, Chris Robshaw, Ma Nanu, Matthew Bastrio. So they got that part down, and they just started to do this this education piece that MLR came out with. Our buddy, actually, Shalom, uh, Shalom uh, Suniula came out with Rugby 101, and they're going to drop Rugby 102. And it's just a, a YouTube video that we're going to spread around to make sure we can get those people and educate them about rugby. So I think and, you're absolutely right. And I'll say this, too. And this is – I don't want to give – okay, it's okay. I can give it away. What I plan on doing and what everybody, you watch wrestling, you watch the NBA, you watch the MLB, the NFL, people love rivalries and we love storylines. Rugby, on the field, you're so physical and you're so violent. But outside of that, everybody is kumbaya. You got to create a rivalry. You got to create some turmoil. And it it doesn't have to be um, personal, real turmoil. (laughs) But you got to create like the NOLA. Like the Utah yeah. Warriors are going to kick the NOLA's asses. No, they're not. And see, <laughs> and, and, and now people are going to tune in just to laugh at me and pick at me or laugh at him. So, rugby, you got to create better storylines, not just Atlanta versus the yeah. NOLA. No, this player hates this player, and this is why you got to watch it. <laughs> hey, 
That's We're going to be cutting promo soon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's funny you say that because one of my buddies down there, Nola, man, he's like, he gets upset uh, when when people push like other team stuff on other fan pages, right? So like when people jump on the Nola fan page and push rugby a, a tail stuff, he's like, no, we got to create the rivalry. Don't let yes. their stuff on our page because then it only promotes them. We don't want to promote them. We want to promote us. Yeah. So, and you got to prom- you got to encourage and promote your more outspoken players. Every team has a couple of guys that don't, they don't care what they say. You got to encourage those guys. <laughs> you know, you know how many people watch football just because they hate Tom Brady? Yeah, and they watch absolutely. the Super Bowl just to watch him lose? You want oh that. My I God. hate Patrick Mahomes. I want him to lose so bad. <laughs> I know. I know I'm the only person on earth that hates Mahomes, but I do. I do. Why do you hate Mahomes? Because he's so good. <laughs> like, just like literally on a great player. So good. Yeah. I hated Michael Jordan when I came up. I hated Michael oh. Jordan. Oh, you're from Chicago. Oh yeah. Come on. Man. <laughs> Listen, Michael Jordan's the third greatest player to ever, fourth greatest player what? to ever play. He's number four. You're out of your damn mind. He, he's four. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, man. He's four. Oh, my God. Let's not do this. <laughs> oh, my God. It just oh. it just hit him like oh my oh wait shit you're from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I gotta right. pull the knife out of my back twice tonight. That's right, oh, killing LeBron over Jordan, but let's go. Oh come on, oh. Rob, just hit him with the next question. <laughs> okay, so uh, you joke about rugby being a more popular with white kids. Yeah. Uh, so uh, run, pass, or kick. Yet rugby promotes itself, and you talked about this as an inclusive sports culture. Yeah. In all seriousness, how can we promote and spread rugby in the black communities? Um, by by encouraging speed. Um, and I know that sounds super simple, but me being a black male, we like we like to do things that are well, I'm not gonna say we, me, so I'm being subjective, but <laughs> growing up, speed was everything. If you were slow, you can get the ball, you can score the touchdown. If you were slow, you can run up the court, you can dunk the basketball. Um, I I never knew this many fast white men existed until I started uh, watching rugby and it's not a rare thing. And I think when, when the, um, the other, the black community realizes, Hey, speed works, speed kills, mm. speed is invited in the rugby uh, world. Then more um, cultures will be into it because people think when you looking at rugby, you don't understand it. You think it's played within like inches. Every time yeah. you look at it, it seems like everybody's in a scrum and you pitch a ball or two and that's it. But it's it takes great speed to uh to make a try. Mm-hmm. And um I think I think that's why it was promoted. I'm not I'm sorry, not promoted, but I think that's why it was played by up uh, by a, a predominant race in America because it seemed slower. But as soon as you got into it, you realize, hey, wait, you gotta be strong, you gotta be fast, you gotta be mm-hmm. durable. And it's literally the same physicality as padded football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, and one think- of the guys you got to watch is one of the uh, is a guy we had on our show a couple of weeks back. His name is John Ryberg. Now he's a white dude, but he is built like he, a bowling pin. And he's running, ain't he? Oh, he's running. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you got to. He, he's going to be playing with LA this year. Uh, but John Ryberg played with Colorado last year. That man is is uh, unbelievable with the ball I in hand. It. You got to check him out. I love. I will. Oh, definitely. I love it. I love it. 
And, you know, I think there's a parallel with what you could do to get um, um, the, the black children involved in those, in those communities is what we did with football. What, how, how did you learn to play football, really? You learned it on the street. That's how I learned yeah. it. Throw them up, bust them up, kill the man with the ball. Exactly. And you can do the same thing with the rugby ball. We just got to get them the, the, the equipment, which is the ball. So I think if we could just get them a ball when they're younger, they could see the possibility of what they're going to do you know, with a rugby ball and with a football. I grew up playing both, so I, I can I, I see that, you know? And, it's, uh, and again, I think it goes back to what I first said. It's just about being honest about the sport. This is not football, and we are not trying to be football. And we are great as well. That's like that's literally it. Like nobody goes to play hockey and then looks at lacrosse and say, "Are they trying to be alike?" No, lacrosse is lacrosse. Yeah. Hockey is hockey. The one mm -hmm. country that that's good at that is Ireland. Ireland has um, Gaelic football. Then they have yeah. camo. I mean hurling, and they don't they don't partner with anything. They say no. Yeah. Hurling is not lacrosse. Hurling is hurling. Gaelic football is not soccer and rugby. It is Gaelic football. Just be honest yeah. about it. Absolutely. So, Josh, we're coming up on our last question. Okay. And um, it, this has been, I mean, I've been, I'm dying. I'm getting comments from some of our fans. Like, I, I haven't heard Scott laugh like that in a while. Oh. Um, so, one, thank you. Thank you for making me laugh. But let's let's get to this last question real quick. Um, so, there's been a rumor brewing around for about a year now that Miami is going to get a uh, MLR team. Obviously, you're a, pr a proud Floridian. I already see your face. Um, this is a two-parter. If there was a team in Miami, would you change your allegiances? And what would be a good team name for the franchise? Hell yes, I would change my allegiance. <laughs> and I and probably the Miami Money. Miami Money. <laughs> That'd be perfect. <laughs> Miami Money. Because if you ain't about Silver money, and green. you ain't from Miami. Yeah. Silver and green. That'd Silver and green, Silver baby. And Break, green. Listen, Miami Money, I'm, and I'm going to put my my $20 in there to get be a minority <laughs> owner. In every sense of the word, a minority owner. <laughs> <laughs> Just a hat yeah, with a big money sign on it. You know? yeah. I can, I can oh. promise you this. If Miami... Start, if Miami created a rugby team in two years, we'll win it all. Ooh, throwing down the gauntlet. It's the it's, it's the easiest sell pick. Hey, you want? I will be Suge Knight. You want to come play for a championship? <laughs> you want to? You don't want your coach dancing in your videos? Come to Miami. We and when you don't want to sign the contract, or they ask for more money, he's going to hold you over the the end of the building like Suge Knight. <laughs> hey, welcome to, welcome to Miami, Will Smith. Was <laughs> welcome to Miami. Hey, oh Scott, you got to tell them that there's actually uh, Miami has a franchise for the World 10 Series. They do. do. Really? The Miami Sun. Yeah, the Miami Sun has a franchise for the World 10 Series. Actually, a bunch of my friends, Matt Houston, Anthony Parry. Um, I'm missing I'm missing a ton of people off that team. Um, they had a great they had a great team uh, coming in um, with the 10 Series, which I'll we'll talk to you about the 10 Series later, Josh. It's a different code between seven. It's it's a mix between sevens and 15s, really. Okay. Um, but yeah, That's Miami had a. a yeah, no, it was fun. And Miami had a team, uh, um, the Miami Sun, with with amazing friggin' kits. Um, unfortunately, they're not for sale yet. But um, I'm listen, Josh. Thank you so much for being on the show. Your enthusiasm about USA Rugby, fifteen sevens, the MLR, rugby in general, how we can bring this to the kids, how we can bring it to the general fan. It it gets me excited to see a guy like you buy into it because you know I've been doing this for a while. Rob's been doing this for a while. Um, thank you so much. Um, if you, if you want to say anything to anybody out there real quick, um, to anybody watching, 
I, clearly you're a rugby fan. Please be encouraged. Please know your time is coming. Please know we're all aboard for it. And I will not stop promoting rugby. I will not stop talking about Amen. the USMLR until we are on the same playing field or in the same conversation as the New Zealand All Blacks. We do not fear the All Blacks. I have tremendous faith in the MLR. Our champion could challenge the All Blacks, and I stand by that statement. And just know it's going to be a lot of rivalry this MLR <laughs> season created by Josh and Rob. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And all you, for those of you that don't know, you can catch Josh Prey on Facebook. You can catch him on YouTube. Make sure when you're liking his page and checking out his videos, look for that blue check mark. He's dropping freaking content like every day. All the it's, time, it's man. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The guy, I, I, I mean, I don't know the, the, the amount of energy this guy has to drop this much content. It's ridiculous. So please check him out yeah, wherever you can. Check out, Sometimes check out his he has back so catalogs. Much yeah, he has so much energy sometimes. I think he's gonna have a coronary, man. He just gets so <laughs> nah. excited and pumped up. I worried I worried man that maybe his blood pressure would get too high. <laughs> nah, I um I gotta keep that blood that blood pumping because my son shot me in the nerf gun video. <laughs> blood gotta flow somewhere. Gotta make sure everything works. Again, Josh, thank you for being on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody, I hope you enjoyed it. I definitely had a blast. If you guys didn't yeah. notice, uh, <laughs> uh, on behalf of, uh, me, the big guy, Scott Ferrara, Rob, the hammer, Hammerschmidt, Ty Braga, who couldn't be there uh, with us today and Josh Prey. Thank you very much guys. And we'll see you all at the next. See you at the turn folks. This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.